0: Welcome to this episode of Explore, the official University of Exeter podcast. Today I'm joined by Kara Chittenden, the Students' Union President Exeter, and Charlotte Agnew, the President of Welfare and Inclusivity. So just for anyone who doesn't know, could you both just briefly introduce yourself and your roles as presidents?
1: Yep, um, I'm happy to go first. So I'm Cara and I'm the President Exeter. So my role is to represent, be sort of the, lead representative for students in Cornwall um, on all things academic and so I work closely with the course reps. I'm in a lot of meetings with like academic um, leads and education leads within the university on, on policies um, around academic experience. Charlotte, go ahead. <laughs>
2: So um, I'm President of Welfare Inclusivity, so my role kind of sits outside of uh, Cara's remit um, in terms of like academics. So my focus is kind of students, mental health, diversity of students and making sure everyone feels included during the time at uni.
0: Yeah, thank you. So you mentioned that um, the student elections are coming up really soon. So I was just wondering when you applied, what motivated you each to run for your different roles? And I wonder
2: if we could start with Charlotte. Um, that's an interesting one because I was actually a family student beforehand and so I um, specifically did uh, filming uh, did TV it's very different to what I did like on my course but I really enjoyed the course set, like side of the course um, and I was a course set for three years and that side of lobbying student by like, interest and in voices um, and getting concerns across especially like around well-being I was just like really passionate about it and so it's quite cool to see this is like another level to it and kind of carrying on so yeah that was one of the reasons and I guess um because I've got hard of hearing as well I kind of experienced like accessibility issues at uni and things like subtitling resources so yeah there were some elements of the role that kind of hit close to home and I thought that'd be really cool to kind of step and step in and be like I experienced this I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one um yeah I think that's kind of one of the things that really motivated me.
1: I feel like my primary reason for wanting to run was quite simply that I just didn't want to leave Cornwall yet Um, and I wasn't really ready for my university experience to be over because the three years just went so quickly and I wanted to stay around but ideally in a way that I could sort of gain more work experience, um, improve my employability and then I sort of saw the president elections coming up and it seemed like a really good opportunity and i think coming myself I, I actually wasn't that involved with the students union prior to becoming a president i wasn't sort of a committee member on a society or a course rep um and so it was so although i didn't have that it was quite nice coming into the role with fresh eyes as and being able to give that student perspective from like the students that aren't keen beans and getting involved with like everything the students union puts on. How can we connect with them? Because I was one of them. And also I, I just sort of wanted to be involved in elections, really, because I'm quite into sort of politics and campaigning. Um, and I thought the whole election process would be really good experience, even if I wasn't to win.
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice to hear that you come at it from different perspectives, but that's kind of a real strength for your team. And I can definitely relate to not wanting to leave uni. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, taking it back to when you kind of transitioned into your roles, how did you find making that transition and meeting all these new people, especially at a time when a lot of it was kind of online and things were a bit uncertain?
1: I actually quite enjoyed it being online um, because it, it almost felt like a bit of a safety barrier sort of having the screen there and everyone knows that you're new and people didn't really assume that I knew things before entering, like everything was explained fully Um, and if I didn't understand something about the role or in a meeting I could just ask and people weren't sort of shocked and like, oh, why don't you know this already? daunting at sort of meeting people but you've just got to not worry about it really, like everyone's really nice and um welcoming and even the sort of top people in the university like the vice chancellor I remember my first meeting with the vice chancellor and I was terrified and now we meet with um Lisa Roberts monthly and and it's lovely and it's really casual and I don't feel nervous at all so yeah like Charlotte said sort of fake it till you make it um but don't worry too much it was quite
2: it was quite daunting wasn't it especially um like meeting people and then thinking, when am I gonna meet you in person? Because not, I think we're like the only team that's kind of gone through starting in a pandemic, and that was like during like the summer. Um, Yeah I think what surprised me the most was to kind of hopping over the fence and seeing like um not the chaos but just a lot of the stuff that happens like on the other side um that students don't see or don't know about and you're like oh my gosh that's so complex and stuff and I guess with my role and Amelia's role is president experience we both sit um with Balmuth and Exeter University um so that was really interesting like coming as being a farmer student beforehand, seeing how different farmers than x2 were, and learning so much more about what x two was like um yeah, so I think that was kind of a shock, like the two different universities, but yeah, like Car said, everyone was really lovely, really um like welcoming. I think one of the concern that I had was um kind of listening online because of my hard of hearing I'm not very good at um, hearing in person anyway so when they didn't have like subtitles on teams and stuff I was really worried like am I going to do the job properly am I going to mishear things etc but it's been fine and everyone's been really like accommodating of it and if I ever mess up it's always quite funny so it kind of breaks the ice in a way so yeah that's how it's been for me I guess. Oh, that's so nice.
0: Yeah, (laughs) there's always someone who forgets to unmute themselves, I feel like (laughs) in some ways everyone understands.
1: I feel like it's, that is one thing about sort of working online because of the pandemic. It's really like broken down barriers between people because you'll see like top level university staff like with their kids running around in the background and having technical problems with their internet or whatever. Like, everyone to realise that we're all sort of going through the same thing and struggling with working from home and no one's like elite or immune or sort of like more professional than everyone else Um, and so that's been really nice.
0: Yeah that's a good point actually it kind of removes the sense of hierarchy in a way that you're looking into most people's kitchens or bedrooms. (laughs) Yeah definitely. (laughs) So you kind of talk about the benefits of doing things online. Um, And I know you have a Together Wherever campaign that's kind of trying to keep students connected socially. Um, So, how did you kind of come up with that campaign and what are your kind of main aims with it?
2: Okay, yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, It kind of like comes off the back of the first lockdown campaign that came out. Originally, it was called um, Isolation isolation, not isolated. But um, the name's kind of been changed now to kind of emphasise the fact that um, we're all together like wherever we are and it's kind of like more of a a positive message. Um, But yeah, over the last term, a lot of it was kind of scoping and mapping out like what um well-being resources available to students etc because when we're all online everyone's just getting information through emails and so if yeah the university FX plus etc are all sending them well-being emails it can get overwhelming which is quite ironic because they're meant to like help students out so that was kind of one of the like objectives but yeah the campaign really helps to not only like like bring together like wellbeing resources, but can provide like activities for students. But unfortunately, now we're in another lockdown. This term, it's going to take a bit more of a like a online approach. But. The aim is still there to try and connect people. So um, we kind of launched the fancier chat and just like give the students the opportunity to drop in and chat to a person if they want to. Because usually like on campus, if we're all um studying, you kind of pop into the SU office, say hi to someone. So this time it would be really nice to kind of do that more physically in person. <laughs> I say this, <laughs> but it's safe to do so with um, COVID. Um, yeah, and another thing that's kind of coming this term, which is really exciting are um yoga classes that um are free for students to just like turn up to just as a way of kind of let people can move about and just kind of finding ways to tackle like well being it's so easy to say students are feeling overwhelmed, it's like, yes, yeah, they are, but what can we actually do about it like what actions can we take to improve like mental well being of students
0: yeah no, that's really great to hear, I think. Um, people can really benefit from things like that where it's really good for your well-being but also socially you feel a bit more connected. Are there any kind of like particular events or highlights from the campaign that you remember?
2: I mean, it, it's, it's sad because we've not had like the event that like, we planned things and then like it would not like it may not happen. I think that's one of the challenging things like this term like it's so hard to plan and I feel so sorry for the experienced president like Amelia because like a lot of stuff it might not happen or things like that but yeah, I think the yoga the yoga classes that are starting now could be like got money for that. It's kind of an exciting step and I'm really hoping to kind of build on from that and provide more things. And even if we are like in this lockdown, do some like Insta live, like coffee chats and just, like try and make casual because at the moment people interacting on teams are so formal it's like a very formal meeting so we're trying to bring that casualness back um yeah because I'm living on my own as well so I kind of I do feel for students who are also on their own or the haven't come back from at home yet um yeah so I think last time a lot of it was just researching and um finding out like what how students are feeling and what exactly is happening. And now this term, the plan is to like, kind of start executing stuff.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting, using students' feedback to kind of direct what you're doing. You mentioned that you're calling students, which is great. Um, Are there any other ways that you try and collect collect student feedback?
1: Yeah, there's lots of ways so we can try and get as much as possible. So um, obviously students can follow us on our social media um so we all have a facebook account that's like dedicated to our role um which is just our names with sort of su in the middle but if you type it in you'll probably find it and our instagram is at su president so you can see all updates on there and you can message us directly if if you're if you want to or email us directly via our email addresses but we also have um ros which is uh our rep online system and it's an anonymous feedback tool so students and it can they can provide feedback through ros um on anything from academic sort of course related stuff to welfare related stuff to experience and societies activities related stuff and that's all on our website so if students want to use that um we really welcome them to, And we get fortnightly reports from that, which we use going into our meetings with university contacts. um, And we also use to help us develop our campaigns and our offerings at the Students' Union.
0: Yeah, it's great. It sounds like there's so many ways that students can kind of get in touch with you. So I've also kind of seen that you've recently launched, Cara, the Right Now campaign. Could you maybe just explain how that's kind of helping students and how they can access it?
1: The Right Now campaign sort of links in quite nicely with Together Wherever was um, led in recent years by the Students' Union and I wanted to revive it and put renewed emphasis on it this year because we've had a lot of feedback from students that they're struggling with sort of workload management, time management, motivation, focus because a lot of their learning is happening sort of in their bedrooms. And... They're having to self-lead a lot of their learning this year. And so right now is basically we've pulled together all the resources that we can to give students information on study tips, for example, to try and help them lead their own learning, mitigation policies and information if students need extensions or if they just really can't sort of get their work done to an adequate standard or a standard that they want it to be done to, that they can reach out for help on that, and also advice with sort of academic appeals. So that's all also on our website, which is brand new, so I really encourage everyone to go look at it, because we've just launched a new website, and it's all updated, and it's very exciting. So yeah, you can find all the info about right now, and together wherever, on on the campaign pages on the
2: website. It's like squeaky clean, isn't it? Like fresh, yeah. yeah. And it's it's really nice now because like we can kind of put all the campaigns and what's happening like on the front page, and people can kind of keep track of what's going on and like what the president's getting up to and stuff. Yeah,
0: that's really exciting. It's very nice to have something kind of new and shiny. <laughs> um, so obviously, you're very visible to students, and you collect a lot of their feedback, and you're kind of working directly for them. Um, Do you think there's anything that students would be surprised to know about your daily work and kind of your routine? I think they'd be surprised
1: maybe at the amount of meetings we go to, because a lot of the work we do is really like behind the scenes, it's not necessarily student-facing. So we'll take their feedback and then we'll go to meetings with relevant people and try to make sure that the feedback's being heard and then we sort of have a little bit of time maybe at the end of the day or something to try and like put out on social media some updates I think definitely sometimes it probably seems like we're not doing that much because we're not updating our social media that much but it's because our day is sort of booked out
2: yeah I completely agree with you, Cara. Like, um, all the meetings is definitely like a big shock. And I think on person, um, sorry, like online, you can just back, um book them back to back. You don't have to get up from your chair, and so people squeeze more in. And um, yeah, although like the online meetings kind of helped with um like going to more extra meetings. Because we're down in Cornwall, we would have had to go up to um them like maybe like once or twice a month or something, whereas. Like, we've kind of been able to talk, have more conversation with Exeter, I, f- I feel like, anyway.
1: Yeah, there's so many, like, big processes behind everything. So, before I came into the role, I had my manifesto points and my ideas, and to me, they seemed like simple fixes. Like, I could just go and be like, can, can we do this, please? And they'd say, yep, and it would get sorted out. And then you come in and you realise that there's so many sort of processes and procedures and levels of authority. And so it's a lot more like nuanced work trying to achieve and progress your goals. Yeah, much
2: more like strategic, isn't it? Like you have to plan everything out and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think that's quite an important point because when you're a student, you mainly only have like kind of a few staff that actually you interact with. But then when you work for the uni or in a kind of president role, you realise that it's actually such a big organisation that you don't always know when you're a student but it's interesting that you raise kind of that you end up you can end up back to back in meetings so I'm just wondering how do you switch off and how do you support each other as presidents even if you have to be physically apart
1: I think that we're we're generally not too bad at switching off at the end of the day I don't know about Charlotte but um I'll speak for myself I I do end up in a lot of back-to-back meetings but then usually by like six o'clock I'm off and I don't think about it for the evening and I try to sort of get outside or do some exercise or something to sort of help clear my mind after the work day so that's good and sort of cooking seems to sort of release some of the stress as well but definitely I and I expect like I know that so many students are experiencing sort of screen fatigue as well we're on our computers a lot like even between meetings sometimes you'll end up replying to emails when you're supposed to be having like a five minute break so you know, we'll try and um, 50 minute meetings as opposed to an hour meeting so you always get like that 10 minutes before your next one starts and that's working yeah that's one little tip if anyone's organizing meetings
2: it's really hard to like prioritize you feel like you need to go to everything otherwise you're missing out and i think um like people who kind of manage us are kind of saying to us you know prioritize what you go to you don't need to go to everything and sometimes in some cases if it's like you've got two important things at the same time then another president can step in i think it's really funny because sometimes the university forgets that there's like a team of four they might think there's like one person just one thing another they're just another so like fun me, and I guess that's how we, the person sometimes like might support each other Um but in terms of like switching off I think that was one of the things that I found quite hard like getting into the world when you're a university student you don't really switch off until you hand in <laughs> um, all your work at the end of the degree like constantly at the weekend or in the evening you're like oh I need to finish this essay or deadline or whatever but yeah like working this job like you start at a certain time you finish at a certain time each day it's quite nice um like having like the evening and the weekend to try and like switch off and not think about it and even if somebody sends a team message or an email they one the other person to like um such and such you know get off your get off the work account you need to have a break or something and that's always quite funny because we're trying to like make sure that we all get a chance to switch off
1: yeah we try and nudge each other so if charlotte sends me an email at eight o'clock at night i'm like what are you doing get off your emails um Yeah and we also try and sort of delegate meetings and stuff so if you know someone's like really got a lot going on and they can't make it to an important meeting then we'll try and make sure that someone else can go instead and try and sort of delegate the work so that it's not all falling on one person.
0: Yeah I think that's really nice kind of like sharing it out when you can. So I definitely agree that when you're a student you kind of it's hard to switch off because you've always got the next deadline or the next exam. Um, but I've always been envious that in Cornwall you're really close to the beach and the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, in normal times, I know they feel a bit far away, <laughs> sorry. Um, how do you think kind of being close to the sea
2: influences the student experience? Well, I guess this kind of comes, and it, this is like an extra podcast, and I guess um, I was a farmer student beforehand, but I think it kind of uh, makes it kind of, makes everyone's mindset a bit more creative it's quite refreshing and it's a very artsy town and same with like extra students and I think even though like you've got people sometimes say oh here are the art students and the extra students but you get a lot of Art extra students as well like and um there's a lot of like scientists involved and who like really like work with sustainability and stuff and yeah there's definitely like a good community of like extra and farmer students down here because we're by the sea and it's just quite quirky and i think coming from the midlands originally i have to be honest i didn't think there was civilization down here i thought it was just like sheep and hills and stuff so i was really surprised but because we're quite far away from everything i felt like you have to kind of create your own buzz and your own bubbles and like um, stuff going on down
1: here I don't know if you feel the same Cara Yeah definitely I think it is a really unique like, student experience and to, to be honest some people do come and they don't like it and they want to be in a city um, <laughs> but I think the majority of students come here and really love it and there's sort of element like activities and things that happen here that maybe wouldn't happen elsewhere like sort of beach barbecues and stuff in, an, in a pre-COVID um, we're, were quite regular and that would be like an activity that societies would do, like a social would be, you know, down on the beach. And definitely there's also that element of a, like a real focus on sustainability, which I think is to do with the environment around us. Um, there's a lot of like conservation work that goes on and uh, we've got a really eco-friendly campus and stuff. So that's a really sort of nice environment to to be in
2: i think yeah with the yeah, um, with the sea and everything i f- do feel like coming from the midland where you're far away from the sea you kind of see the consequences of like um, pollution and stuff especially if there's like litter washed up on the beach etc you can kind of see why because people here can really see the effects of it they really come together and like try and tackle it
1: mm. and there's so many societies like surf in society and kayaking society and sea swimming society and like all these societies which are centered around um, the beaches and I'm sure there are other unis that are coastal that have those too but they do really sort of thrive down here and 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 that's one thing that a lot of students do is come and sort of pick up a new skill on the beach.
2: Yeah I think my friends from home thought I was crazy when I said oh I've been going sea swimming they're like well why would you do that you know it sounds so cold and you're like it's just fun and because other people do it down here so you're like okay why not.
0: Yeah definitely I'm from the Midlands as well so I'm always so envious of people who live near the sea (laughs) but yeah it's interesting that you kind of mentioned sustainability because I definitely um, get the impression that it's a really big thing down there. Um, and it's a big focus. Does it kind of influence any of your work? Are you involved in any kind of sustainable initiatives?
2: I guess like um, Amelia Banton, the um, President Experient, and she's kind of, it's, even though it's her remit, we do kind of, we're all conscious of it as well. And um, she's been doing a lot of work on like, sustainability and um, there's like a Green Committee as well, um, which is really exciting. They're like a group of elected um, students that um, sit under the student council.
1: Yeah and it does feed into sort of a lot of decisions that are made so Amelia's been working with them there's a a new building or an extension on a building that's going to be a new social space at the Penryn campus and Amelia's sort of been working with the team designing all the stuff that's to go in that building and it's all you know there's a real focus on sustainability in the spaces and it also feeds into all other decisions so I sort of came along and was like, oh, I want more field trips for everyone. And then you're sort of questioned, like, mm, is that, you know, we're trying to reduce carbon emissions? And so it's, it's a constant sort of, in all decision-making, there's a, a thought, like, does this have an effect on, on our sustainability as a campus and a community?
0: I think because of COVID, in some ways, we've been forced to be more sustainable and having to do things online. And so although... I definitely wouldn't wish to be in this pandemic. Do you think there are some things that might kind of outlast it?
1: Yeah, I think there definitely are. Like Charlotte mentioned earlier, that normally we would have to um, travel to the Shetham campus for big meetings because that's where they're usually based. So that would be a lot of sort of driving back and forth. And now that we've all sort of mastered the technology of, of online meetings and stuff. I'm really hoping that that can be carried forward so that we can have remote employees and it's not necessary for everyone to sort of drive everywhere just to get to a meeting but we can actually like meaningfully engage online even once we are sort of out of the pandemic
2: yeah i think kind of because corn was so um out the way it takes a long time for a lot of people to come down so if you want like an external speaker or um something like that to come down it's a lot of effort a lot of money and um if they're coming from london as well it's quite far so this whole online thing you can kind of buddy up with more offices like around the country and take a more like national approach to stuff without all having to travel so yeah i'd agree with Carl. car i think travel is probably like the biggest sustainable thing that probably would like carry on yeah, and I think also like stamps on mental health as well. I think it was an issue beforehand, but I do feel like the pandemic kind of put a spotlight on on it and kind of put more emphasis on it. And because everyone's been in like lockdown, it has affected everybody. So it's kind of raised more awareness, I guess. And now people kind of take it more seriously, even though it was serious before, I think they're like, right, OK.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're kind of looking into people's homes and you can kind of see if they've got childcare or other kind of
2: <laughs> yeah. issues, you kind of
0: really need to take it into account.
2: I was on a call earlier with someone and you know her kids came in singing and even though it was really cute and really funny you could tell like she felt, she felt a bit embarrassed and she was like I'm really sorry like I didn't mean to do that and you're like no no like don't be sorry at all but it does yeah it kind of disrupt like how much people can work at home and normally in the office environment you've got all the tools around you so yeah it's, yeah, it's very different.
0: Yeah the only positive for, well positive for me has been seeing people's pets that's one nice thing. <laughs>
2: Oh my goodness, for sure. People's dogs, people's cats, and uh yeah and you can tell like someone's like in a meeting saying something really serious and then half the people stop grinning and there's a dog like that's popped up on someone else's screen or something.
0: <laughs> they do steal the spotlight. <laughs> they
2: do. <laughs> and you're like, oh that's fine. It's like makes everyone happy. Yeah. I think if we start having meetings again in person, that's one thing I'll miss, is like um not seeing people's pets. <laughs>
0: um yeah so just to finish um I just wanted to ask you both um if you have a favorite memory of either in your time as president or as a student um that you kind of have really enjoyed
1: yeah we managed to do one in-person event in the autumn term before we went into the November lockdown which was a quiz we managed to do our big president's quiz, which normally happens every year, but we had to postpone In It normally happens in Freshers' Week, but we had to postpone it because of the pandemic. And then enough sort of safety procedures were put in place that we were able to put the quiz on, but everyone was sort of sat in tables of six or less because those were the restrictions at the time. And it was just so nice to actually like see real students in the flesh and to get to interact with them. And so that was one of my favourite memories just because it's it was like a glimpse of what we thought this year was going to be like and then it didn't quite end up like that. But we at least had that one evening, which was lovely.
2: Ah, oh, yeah, fun time. It felt a bit, kind of restored a bit of normality, didn't it, Cara? It's, this is what we're meant to be doing, like, as president. So, yeah, yeah that was fun. I guess, like, one of my favourite memories is... Um, I was on, I think I had a call with a student um, as part of, like, the together, wherever, um, like, students come in and, like, call us if they wanted to. And, um, yeah, this girl, like, we had a chat, and she was a student, and uh, she was really struggling. She was on her own as well. Um, but we had such a nice chat, and we talked about so many other things. We had, like, loads in common, and it was, like, the first time, like, properly talking to students get in our job we're doing like we said earlier there's back to back meetings and um but yeah I think one of my favourite was is like having this really nice call with her and at the end of it she felt really happy just to talk to someone else because as she got on with her flatmates it was nice to just talk to someone different um yeah it's a small thing but it kind of makes you feel nice afterwards it made you both happy so yeah
0: yeah like kind of those glimpses of normality or just like those connections like they just mean so much more now don't they um yeah yeah but thank you both for joining me today it's been really nice to chat to you um and learning to learn more about the students union um thank you thank you i've quite
2: enjoyed it thank you it was nice break from the meeting we just like have a nice little chat so yeah thank you
0: thanks for listening to this episode of explore To find out more about the Falmouth and Exeter Students' Union and the work of their presidents, you can visit their website. And don't forget that their Together Wherever campaign is hosting virtual events regularly for students to get involved in, as well as their academic support campaign called Right Now. Stay tuned for the next episode of Explore. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.